0: Hey, and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of For All Things Lexington, the only show dedicated to Lexington, South Carolina, and where a spade is always a spade. Here, we'll talk to and about people, places, groups, things to do, and places to go in and around Lexington, South Carolina. I'm your host, Angela Barrett, and this is For All Things Lexington. Brought to you in part by GervaisStreetBridge.com, Columbia's most unforgettable free-to-list business directory. Hey guys, and thanks for being with me today. Today I have the Heart of Columbia Chorus, and they are an all-women, four-part, four-part harmony cappella chorus. Did I say that right? Yeah. And I, now, my first question is, uh, tell me what a four-part harmony a cappella course is.
1: <laughs> sure. So, uh, we sing four parts, uh, all women, um, or women identifying, uh, in the treble clef. Uh, so, it's like higher voices. It's four parts, no accompaniment. So, we, the music that we make is just with the sounds of our voices. We do sing some modern a cappella, which is Rhythmic, we don't have a beatboxer, but we're open to it. uh, But mostly we sing in the barbershop style.
0: Oh, cool. All right, so we have uh, Jamie, Claire, and Jackie, and Jacqueline, and Pat. Thank y'all so much for being here today. It's a privilege. Um, So tell me what um, the Heart of Columbia Chorus is. What do you do? You sing, I know, but.
2: (laughs) I would say it's a group of women that come together doing something they love every Thursday night, supporting each other in life, learning. You know, all of us came in at different singing abilities, and so we all learn and grow together, and then we get to take that joy that we have on Thursday nights out into the community and perform.
3: It's often said, people come for the music, but they stay for the friendship. And I think it speaks to the fact that there are women who have been in choruses outside of South Carolina. And when they come to Heart of Columbia Chorus, they find a home and a welcoming that they frequently will tell us they have not found anywhere else, despite how wonderful those other choruses might be. Huh.
0: Well, I did see, again, on your Facebook page where y'all y'all do a lot of photos, and it looks like y'all have a blast when you are together. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you do. You sure
0: do. Um, now, the Heart of Columbia um, Chorus is part of another organization. So tell me how this all works.
1: So, uh, Heart of Columbia is a chapter of Sweet Adelines International. Okay, uh, it's an international singing organization. There are choruses in Sweden and England and Australia and all across the U.S. and Canada. Um, and so, we're broken into regions, and every spring, each region participates in a competition, and the winner of that regional competition then goes to the international competition, which happens in the fall. Um, and it's there's choruses, there are also quartets, so there are just four people that get together and, and sing their music. So there's a competition for that as well. Um, and we do have a, we have had in the past and currently have several quartets that represent our chorus. Um, and more than just Sweet Adelines as a competition organization, that is one of the pillars of the organization, but not everybody gets to walk across that international stage. But what every Sweet, get, what every Sweet Adeline gets to experience is education. Um, education through performance, education through rehearsal. We have um, just a- actually this upcoming weekend, I'm teaching at a orga- uh, Sweet Alliance uh, regional event for education. So we get together with people from the five neighboring states and we learn about singing and we learn about music. And um, so we get to grow not just as singers, but as musicians uh, with our community and those outside of our community.
0: Um. So tell me, Sweet Adelines was, it started a really long time ago. So tell me, let's start there, and then we'll move forward to some of the things that you talked about there. So Sweet Adelines started, I mean, really long, and I don't remember the date. I was going to say, I don't ago.
1: have the date off the top of my head. A long uh, time ago. Yes. Uh, and so um, it started many, many years ago. It started actually as a Quartet organization. Um, there was a men's organization before that, and... Um, and so women are like, what women do, right? right. Well, we can do that, and we can do it better. Um, and so, so it was born. Um, and so, Heart of Columbia is a member of that. But our chapter is only fifteen years old. We'll celebrate our fifteenth anniversary yeah, this year. Great. Um, but as far as you know, Sweet Adelines, that started as a quartet and then it grew into choruses because not everybody is confident enough to sing by themselves on their own part with four other people. So it grew into choruses and then it grew beyond that.
0: So now when you say you're teaching, are you teaching people how to sing or how to sing in um, y'all's
1: group? That's a good question. So uh, so I'm the director of the chorus uh, of Heart of Columbia and I am also on the international faculty for Sweet Adelines. Uh, which means that I'm one of the 50 teachers worldwide that they've identified as their highlighted educators. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I teach everything from how hearing loss impacts riser singers to how your voice works and how it's healthy. Um, I'm also a speech pathologist that specializes in voice disorders. So I teach what is healthy and what's not and how to sing in a healthy and safe way. Uh Um, We have other educators. It's not my... uh, it's not my expertise, but we have other expertise that teaches how to sing in the barbershop style, mm-hmm. teaches music theory, teaches how to read music, teaches chord structures. We also, we, we like to dance. So we also have people who teach about movement in music and um, not, you know, we're not talking about ballet or, you know, but think movement like pitch perfect, mm-hmm. but multi-generational. Um, and so how do we infuse that joy in our singing and you can see it in our whole body, in our whole performance. And so we have people that teach that too. Oh, well, that's cool.
2: And there's also education um, on the leadership side. So I am the team coordinator for region 14 um, with administrative leadership. So we will- I feel like I need a chart. (laughs) there's a lot of parts and pieces go ahead i'm sorry so we'll help uh you know train courses not everybody is comfortable with you know facebook marketing or websites or any of that and so we'll have items to change like look at that we'll train people on the financial side and, you know, as someone that has been doing this for a while, I find that those experiences help me be a better leader, not just within my chorus life, but also um, have helped me at work and um, in other nonprofit organizations. Yeah, I, I saw
0: where you guys were big on education. So, I mean, education obviously to make the chorus and quartets and all of that better. But it sounds as if maybe some personalized education as well.
3: What I would like to build on top of what Jamie, Claire, and Jackie have said is that anyone can come into the organization without knowing how to read music. You don't have to have played an instrument when you were young. You don't have to have sung a solo part in your high school. If you can sing, my joke is, if you can sing Happy Birthday and keep your pitch, you can be a Sweet Adeline. I came into the organization, and with the guidance and leadership that I was given, I've developed my ear a little better. I know better about notes going up and down. And through the skills that we have in our leadership, we have devices now so I can listen on my phone. I can listen on a CD. I have my paper that I can make thousands and thousands of notes. All of those help build me as a better singer when I'm standing on a riser beside Jacqueline singing her tenor part. But I still stay on my lead
0: part. Huh. And so you said your are lead. And you're-
3: lead just means melody. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> all. Yes. And tenor? Yes.
2: Baritone.
1: Director. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sing bits of everything so that I can demonstrate it. But I do sing with a chorus in Atlanta. And with them, I sing the lead part I sing. And in a quartet, I've sung baritone. Okay, and so lead you said is the melody. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Tenor is the really the high part, the high harmony. Baritone is the counter melody, and then there's a, a fourth part, the bass, bass part, which is kind of the foundation of the chord. Often the tenor and the bass will hold the the key.
0: Gotcha. And so getting back to the education part uh, again, maybe some because you said something about financials, or you you guys are a nonprofit, right? We are. And so, but the financial would be, I guess, in general, sort of a personal educational end or?
2: It's more education on how to manage that, right? It's not like every chorus is blessed with an accountant, right? Right. So how to teach people, you know, how to use QuickBooks or what are the uh, things that are in the community to help you? So one example for our chorus, uh, we have a grant from the South Carolina Arts Commission. And so... By able to have that grant, we can reduce the cost to members. We have experiences uh, later, I guess, the beginning of October, we're going to bring in a guest artist. And so um, finding resources like that just allow us to be able to give a well-rounded experience.
0: Um, Now, where do you guys, uh, I know you you play uh, the Gala, is it the Gala of Trees or the Festival Festival of of Trees, Mm -hmm. Trees, which is a gala. Um, So, I know that. But where are some of the other places that you guys are at?
2: Maybe we could, uh, what's your favorite performance you've done with Heart of Columbia? Well, it's not fair to say reads Across America at Fort Jackson. Yes, (laughs)
3: Um, But I will say it is such a thrill to sing the national anthem at USC's basketball game or the Fireflies game, and I'll stop there and let the others share, (laughs) but to put our music out there for everyone to hear and to sing our national anthem.
4: Yeah. How about you? I don't have a favorite. I just love doing it. Yeah. (laughs) It challenges me like I have butterflies in my stomach before every performance. The only time I don't have them is rehearsal. But when you say performance, And when I go out there and I give it everything and the audience reacts, every performance is wonderful.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Um, I think my favorite performance is where we get to be out in the community. So where we get to, you know, share it at Fort Jackson or at a baseball game. And, you know, a lot of our friends and families, it's that, you know, crazy hobby we do, right? And so (laughs) it's always fun to be able to, like, you know, that thing that we do every week just to share it with others?
1: I think for me, I mean, I'm naturally competitive, so I really enjoy competition. Um, But beyond that, we've had some really cool opportunities. We used to sing at the state house um, for Constitution Day. So we we sang to high schoolers uh, and we sang all patriotic music. And that was cool to be able to sing songs of our country in the place where they make the laws. Um, it was really, that was a really cool experience yeah. for us. Um, I like the Festival of Trees Gala. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm with Jackie. Anytime I get out there and I get to share our craft and share our love for it, it, it just lets us show a different part of who we are.
3: We sang at Saluda Shoals. Remember that. Uh, and <laughs> It was so great because in the open air, our music is going out across you know, the sound waves, and people are walking and the looks of surprise and delight on their face to hear our harmony just ringing out. That gives me chills just to remember.
1: Kind of like when we sang at the state fair too. We were on the stages at the state fair and people would walk by and we were singing and they're like, (laughs) <laughs> giving us this look is like, that was great. It was really fun.
0: It sounds like fun. I mean, if you can sing.
1: <laughs> now, I tell this is one of my soapboxes, okay? <laughs> Everybody has that story of I was singing in church or I was singing in the radio, and somebody looked at me and was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck <Stop> on <doing> that. <laughs> it's hurtful. Singing is such a part of your spirit, and it's so natural to us as humans, right? If you can speak, you can sing. And if you can match pitch, we can teach you the rest. And <laughs> I think that's the thing that keeps most people away is self-consciousness. But as you mentioned, we have so much fun and we have this community of supportive, wonderful, kind, caring people. Why Why should a, a singing, like a self-consciousness for singing keep you away from right. it? Right. I don't
0: disagree. I think that You know, because, again, when I started this, I was like, ah, I don't know about this. (laughs) But, again, I'll talk the paint off the wall, so um, (laughs) it's worked out. But, you know, it's all intimidating. Anything you try for the first time is intimidating. And I think you just have to give it your best shot. And "Ah, so what if you fail? I mean, you you did it. You tried.
1: (laughs) And you learned in the trying.
3: That's right. But in Heart of Columbia, you never fail because everyone's there to pick each other up and to say, well, next time this, or how about try this, tweak this. And so that's what the support is about of where you come in as a singer and where you grow as a singer.
0: Yeah, and so let's talk about, how many of there are you guys in the chorus when you meet for practice? I mean, if you had everybody.
2: About about 25.
0: Okay, because y'all are a pretty close-knit group. We are very close-knit, it's true um it it, and it shows um so you guys support each other obviously in singing but outside of that as well Mm -hmm. yes yeah Yeah. and so tell me a little bit about that I mean
2: I think it speaks to our chorus um next week uh several of us are going to be at this fall school um a lady reached out and her mom isn't even wasn't even in our chorus she was a sweet adeline and her memorial service is next weekend and eight of our ladies are going to sing you know a lady they've never met that because there's this common tie that they're giving up time on their saturday to be there i think it just speaks volumes absolutely
0: who we are And um, I personally was excited about it being, you know, an all-women group. There's not a lot of that. You'll find a lot of all-men groups or, you know, mixed uh, groups. But you don't find a lot of all-women. I know I have um, had on, uh, for all things Lexington, um, the Thea group, which is the run group. And they're all, you know, and they have a big camaraderie together. But, you know, after that, you're like, so when... I think it was you that reached yeah. out. I was like, "Yes, women." <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a safety in that. There's a comfort in that. Yes, um, there is. And we get we get silly and we joke during rehearsal. We joke about things that only women are going to joke about, you know, <laughs> or, or um, understand or understand <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I think that there's a there's a comfort and a and a safety in being able to come to a group of people who have a similar understanding to you.
3: Yeah. But the other things that we do outside of Chorus are things like when somebody's in the hospital and they get home, bringing them food, somebody has something go on, picking them up, giving them transportation. So it's a 24 7, you can call on anybody in the Heart of Columbia Chorus and they will respond.
0: Yeah, that's great. That is great um so tell me a little bit more about the competitions I know you said you like to compete has everybody in here been in competition uh, yeah. and Yes. and it's a ball, it's a ball. <laughs> so how far did, I mean obviously you can go all the way internationally how far have you guys or someone in your group how, how far they've gotten
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you. you like it
0: so
3: much. I do. OK, well,
1: so before I go there, I would like to say that uh, Jacqueline and I both uh, are the are members of Heart of Columbia that have competed in other Sweet Adelines choruses. So uh, Jacqueline found us. I was a member of a chorus in New
4: York, which is my home, and uh, I was retiring. And I knew that wherever I moved was going to be a Sweet Adeline Chorus. So the only places I was considering moving to had a Sweet Adeline Chorus. And it was amid the pandemic. I couldn't travel anywhere. I couldn't look at anything. And this is my mother's home state. So here I am in Lexington because the Heart of Columbia rehearses in Lexington. And I thought my original chorus was wonderful. I didn't know what to expect because I'm not even, I didn't even know how to talk,
0: right? And, and, um, you mean you didn't know how to say y'all? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm same, same girl. I, that. I didn't know how to say y'all.
4: So I came down here and I said y'all and it was understood. And, you know, I got comfortable. Right. And they embraced me. Uh, they let me keep coming back. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course, you you keep coming back. <laughs> so so it, it just encourages me to give my all.
0: Oh. Yeah, good. Well, well we're glad gone. you're
1: back in Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so I have I also compete with a course that sings in Atlanta because, like I said, we're an international group, uh, but. So, Heart of Columbia, we go to our regional competition every year, um, and we have, in the last, what, eight years, we've increased over 100 points in our overall score. I probably am the only one that actually knows that fact, because I like competition. <laughs> um, but it, it does result in some pretty jewelry. I was going to ask um, <laughs> So, uh, Heart of Columbia has been the most improved chorus in our region for uh, three Three, time, three consecutive times that it's been awarded. Uh, there was a the pandemic in between, obviously. Sure. So um, so we had lots of time for improvement, um, but we've been the most improved chorus, which means that our score from the previous year to the score of this year is more than, that improvement is more than any other chorus that competes wow. in our region. So that was, we like to compete <laughs> against ourselves. Uh, we, we can't hit a moving target. Everybody else is also working as hard as they can, but if we can beat what we did last year uh, and grow as individuals and as a group, that's what we want. Um, and this year, that also resulted in a third place division medal for us, which was very nice. exciting. Nice. Um, and then, like I said, I sing with the Atlanta chorus, which uh, is third in the world right now. So I was oh. able to be on stage with them when they uh, competed and w- came in third in the entire world. So that was oh, wow. a pretty cool experience. <laughs> that as well. That was impressive.
0: <laughs> That's some right. big
1: jewelry. That's her big yeah. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say. A lot of jewelry. Yeah. Those are nice. Those are really, really nice um so what do you guys have coming up what's the next big event i know you have something going on at the um, craft draft in urmo
2: but beyond that um Um, so in october we'll have coaching um, and we love to learn so we have a guest artist coming in um from austin texas Uh and he'll be with us for the weekend and then um A group of us is actually going to international competitions, so that's in Louisville, Kentucky, and we like an excuse to travel, so we'll go watch the show. Um, And then we will, um, Pilgrim Lutheran Church is doing a festival um, in December, and so we're going to do the a cappella music for that on December 6th. And then we will be at Rees Across America, which is always the third Saturday in December. Right.
1: 16th, I think it is.
2: And
0: y'all, that is kind of a group that y'all partnered with. Y'all do that every year and it's near and dear to the heart, is Mm -hmm. correct? Yes, Yes. Yes. very much so.
2: So we work to sell Rees. Um, They're $17 a piece and we'll sell those so that we can make sure there's a wreath on every grave. And then we provide the music that day. Right. So tell us,
0: um, for those who don't know what that program is, you said it was the uh, Wreaths Across America, right? And so tell everybody what that, the the group that y'all partnered with, tell us what that group, what they do.
2: Um, So it's an organization uh, nationally that works to put wreaths on the graves of every um, tombstone at national cemeteries, so. Of our uh, veterans. Of our veterans, so, and it's amazing. You know, we've been doing it for over a decade out at Fort Jackson, and Fort Jackson's are relatively new Uh, cemetery, but each year, I mean, thousands are buried there. So the need uh, to keep getting uh, more money for wreaths increases because we keep burying uh, more of our soldiers. And
3: what's special about us selling the wreaths is that the person who purchased a wreath or multiple wreaths can actually designate it in honor of someone. and in remembrance of someone. And if they have a family member buried at Fort Jackson and they're able to attend, then they're allowed to actually place a wreath on that tombstone. And there are families who request to not have wreaths laid, and we honor that too. But I think what makes our performance there so incredible is to see the surviving veterans. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and families that show up. In recognition of the deceased that we are honoring through our performance
0: and through laying of the wreaths. Yeah, that, that is. I, I mean, I'm sure that is a beautiful
2: um, ceremony out there. I mean, just kind of makes your heart go. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm always amazed because it's you know at the busiest time of the year. Oh yeah. And people find time. <laughs> it's um, not in
1: December.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Regardless of the weather, but I mean, until you've stood there. Singing "Let There Be Peace on Earth," looking yeah. out at all of those gravestones with our flag flying over it—it's—it's it's a chilling and amazing experience to honor those that fight for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what a, what a great what a great charity
0: and organization to um, be a part of. That's Excellent. yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, now, how long have each of you been in the group? You said it was the group itself is fifteen years old, right? Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Uh, probably about 12 years. Okay. I wanted to be a member sooner, but I had some other obligations. But as soon as that was over with, I said to the then director, do you think I might be able to come? And she said, of course. The first night I showed up, I spent time in the bathroom. We won't tell you what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> but the warmth that I had from Laurie Bruce, one of our former oh, members, is something that uh, will stick with me always and kept me coming back every Thursday after a trip in the bathroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to sing and I will sing as long as my voice and my director will allow <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I came amid the pandemic I, I yeah. started very with uh, the Columbia in 2020 so mm-hmm. am I three three long? years yes yeah. yeah. um how long were you with the other course before the chorus I was with in 2014 seven
0: before I got yeah. here mm-hmm. yeah i would say this wasn't your first radio no. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> yeah. um, I joined in 2014 so nine years
1: oh well and I joined in the fall of 2009 so I guess we're looking at 14 years yeah um, and I have been directing uh, just over eight.
3: Wow, okay. Can I toot her horn? Oh, yeah, <laughs> please. So if, if it had not, no course can exist without a director. And not everyone can be a director despite their good intent and their musical knowledge. So Jamie Claire stepped up so that our course, after a national search, was not able to find someone. She stepped up and did what it took to be a certified director. She completed all her training, her videos, and her classwork. Faster than, any, <laughs> uh, just about, fast, faster than anyone else has ever done that in our region because of her passion for music and giving back to the community. And so we have her as our director because of that commitment she has.
0: Yay. Yeah, um, I had no doubt you would do it fast. That's right. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. You're right. It, it does take... Um, Someone, no matter what you're doing, no matter what group it is, it takes someone to at least help guide if you don't have to be the leader, but at least guide, or else everybody's just kind of floundering around. We do that in my family. My family calls me the general, and it's not because I'm mean, it's just because they'll just sit there and chit-chat and carry on as I'm running around like a chicken with my head. <laughs> so I just started going, you That's, do this, you do this. That is
3: Jackie. Our chorus made it intact through the pandemic because of Jackie.
0: Yeah, that was, People oh, yeah. learned to
3: Zoom. And she was right there telling everybody how to do it through emails and texts.
0: Practicing through there and oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, we
3: kept our rehearsals going. Jamie Claire was there telling us, sending out things for us. We knew how to be prepared on Thursdays. Then when we came back to Pilgrim, we are so fortunate they had an outdoor area. Jamie knew the— Jamie, Jamie Claire and Jackie knew the CDC better than the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> we had face masks. We had form we signed. We had plastic dots on the floor outside, everything to ensure that when members felt comfortable, we could sing and keep up that love of music and that camaraderie while still respecting those who did not feel comfortable. Then through technology, Jackie and Jamie Clare, we now record our sessions. So if anyone has to be away, they still can participate and be in present, present when they can but still be able to be part of the course. Now we do have an attendance requirement, but again, it's that passion for music and the sisterhood that keeps Heart of Columbia going. And that's the heart of who we are.
0: Well, and and not to take away from the music side of it, but I would imagine with a group as close as you guys, that's probably a lot of what keeps the, the group together. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a passion for music, but when you have a group of women, especially, that close, I mean, it helps tremendously, at least in my experience, to keep a group together and and to feel more accountable for what mm-hmm. when you need to be there. You know, I know that you said that you had um, attendance policy,
1: mm-hmm. and but uh, that probably helps is the closeness. I mean, happy singers sing better. That's right. So. <laughs> <laughs> as, they, as we as a group grow closer. Uh, we also challenge one another. So if I'm on the risers and I hear that Pat really has this section and I'm struggling with it, I might pull Pat aside and be like, "Hey, will you sing this with me?" Um, or you know, I see members after rehearsal and before rehearsal, and they're getting together and they're singing songs and they're duetting and they're doing things that um, I didn't ask them to do, but it makes them it makes all of us better. Yeah. Um, and mostly because it's fun and it's a judgment free zone. It's a safe zone for us to come and learn and grow and make mistakes and uh, learn from those mistakes and, and become better. So speaking of that,
0: let's talk about, y'all have an open practice. Um, in other words, we can watch, but people who are even thinking about um, singing can come um, and you encourage that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. We do.
0: And so y'all meet on Thursday nights at the Pilgrim Church at mm-hmm. um, uh, seven,
1: 7 o'clock. Seven. Uh, rehearsal is 7 to 9.30. I usually take us pretty close to 9.30, um, but uh, afterwards, we have a group that likes to go and socialize, so they go to Applebee's afterwards, and um, so you get your singing in, and then you get your socializing afterwards.
0: So, um, for anybody listening who is thinking about singing, um, you need to come and meet this lovely group of women here, and... um, and, and try it out. Um, I promise I will not.
5: Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: go watch. <laughs> um, so if there's one thing that you could tell um, everybody about your group, other than the closest, um, tell us what we're, what, what have I missed? Tell me what you think everybody needs to know about you guys or what you do. Um, obviously, talk about how they get in touch with you if they want y'all to come and perform but anything else sometimes i I miss the boat sometimes right
1: what's the essence of heart of columbia (laughs) oh (sighs) i think it's the idea that music does bring
3: joy to everyone like jamie claire said and so the essence of heart of columbia is the joy of learning to sing a piece of music. When you get a, the first piece of music, and because I don't sight read music, and I have fear and terror in my heart and stomach, <laughs> and then we break it apart and through the guidance of Jamie Claire, through the guidance of our section leader, like our speed lead section leader, who just left, awesome, awesome woman, She's going to Richmond, lucky them. But we have another fantastic woman who will be helping us. So we see the birth of that piece of music that then we get to present, like when we go sing at Barbershop and Bruce. And I think that's the essence of what Heart of Columbia is, is always that newness, that freshness, that learning. And you may come in feeling not prepared and you leave on a high, a legal high. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I agree, like. You have um, your life, your challenges, your daily challenges, or your leisure, you don't have any challenges, and you, and you get up and you go to, to rehearsal. And 100% of the time, I'm feeling lighter when I leave rehearsal than when I enter. It's like, yeah, com- 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 comparable to therapy. Yeah, and then besides that, I'm learning. I'm making friends. Um, I'm singing. I love music. Is what I love in life. So then I'm enjoying that. Right. Yes. Yeah.
2: I think for me, it's you know, there's always something going on, and we do a lot of things for other people, but singing is something I do for me. And it's something, you know, we share this and we do a lot, um, but it's something I look forward to each week that fills my bucket.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the essence of Heart of Columbia is that music is universal. There's, It's not an age or a gender or ethnicity or any specific box that it puts you in, but music is universal. We have ladies that are in their 30s. We have ladies that are in their 80s. And we all share this special thing that makes us all the same. Um, and I think that's what Heart of Columbia is for me. Is yeah. That it's universal. Yeah. I love it. All right. So if you could tell, if you had five
0: minutes to tell the world one thing, what would it be? Let's start with you. With me? Oh, okay. Uh, five minutes to tell the world one five, thing.
1: Five minutes is a long time. <laughs> You'll have to use five minutes. Okay, good.
0: But you're limited
1: to five. I would say uh, as a, Communication is really important to me. It's how I make my living. Um, I would say find your voice and use it. Um, your voice is meaningful and it's yours. It's just yours and there's no one else like it. So find your voice and use it and then live your truth. I like it.
2: Um, I would say do something you love. You know, we we go to work, we do all these things, but you have to get up every day and it's your life. And so find the thing you're passionate about and chase it because you're here for a limited amount of time and you have to have that joy.
4: I would say, I would like everybody to know that um, sometimes uh, people will say, I don't sing or I can't sing. And especially in children, I would encourage everybody to sing, sing in the shower Sing in the car. Because even when rehearsal is over and I get home and I'm not in bed, when I wake up, there's a song here in my head. And I would encourage anybody, don't let anybody convince you that you can't sing. If they don't like your singing, they when, when you're not around them,
0: sing. I, I agree. Absolutely.
3: And I would say everyone has value and worth. And sometimes it's a challenge to find that in someone, but if you look, you will always find it. And then you have to turn that on yourself, and you have to find some value and worth in yourself and not let others limit you and cause you to say, no, I can't, I won't. If I had done that, I would not be a member of this chorus today. And it's the idea that when you treat others as you want to be treated, It comes back to a thousandfold and it lets you then ripple that back out to others to make the world a better place. And if there's music involved, it's even better.
0: Right. (laughs) I, I I like it. Yeah, I think what you guys do, um, I mean music speaks to everybody. It's uh it's a language, I think, of its own because everybody can relate somehow, whether it's the music they like or they don't like, it still speaks to them. Um, So I think what y'all are doing is phenomenal. Keep doing it. And um, I'm excited. I I want to go and uh, see you. And I will come to practice as an audience member. And (laughs) 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 I'll catch y'all there. And um, I look forward to it. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. today and we hope you enjoyed the show if you'd like to be a guest on the show or have a person business idea an event that lexington needs to know more about email me local at for all things that's the number for y'all Brought to you by
2: the real estate agents at Home Matters. Building on service, relationships, and on what matters to you. Find out how you matter and how they can help you with buying and selling your home at HomeMattersSC.com.